You can tell a lot about a person by their handwriting. Pete Doherty. Seeing my father's handwriting puts me in contact with the man he was at each stage of his life. John Carter Cash. I certainly think there are some skills we'll lose as we hand things over to automation. I can barely remember my own phone number now, let alone the list of numbers I used to know, and my handwriting has completely gone to pot. Hannah Fry. Hey, welcome to Ani CC Talks About It. I'm Ani CC. Join me to hear about my crazy and not so crazy thoughts and stories. And I've even got some of those it wasn't funny then moments. We're going to laugh together. We might even cry together. Ani CC Talks About It starts now. Hey, Pod fam. As you've probably noticed by the quotes, we are talking about handwriting, specifically cursive handwriting. Um, but most importantly, the lack of the use of it and why schools really aren't teaching it. And I really didn't know that schools really weren't teaching it until uh, I saw something on Instagram. This guy was talking about why teachers uh, and schools don't teach handwriting anymore or cursive writing anymore. And I thought, is that for real? I just thought people were really choosing to not sign their name in cursive. I had no idea that they probably really don't know how. Um, I use a computer daily at work and at home. I write in my journal and I write in meetings when I'm taking notes in meetings I use cursive, though. I sign my name on documents in cursive as necessary. And that signature stays pretty consistent unless I'm in a hurry. Um, And for some strange reason, when I'm signing my name on my passport or my driver's license or really, really important documents, I get nervous. And it's like I don't even know how to write. Do anybody else do that? Or is it just me? It's the weirdest thing. But... I'm looking at documents and it says print your name and sign your name. And so what are these new young people doing? Are they printing and printing? It's the weirdest thing. Um, and I, I, I went and delve a little deeper. So why is cursive not taught in school anymore? As many of you already know, cursive has been around for ages, for a while. Um, according to an article on LifeWire.com titled Cursive Handwriting in the United States by Jackie Howard Bear, from, ni- from the 1950s to the 1920s, Spencerian script was the primary cursive handwriting taught in many schools in the United States. In the... Um, In the late 1880s, Austin Palmer introduced the Palmer method of cursive writing, which emphasized arm movements over finger movements and used plainer, less elaborate letter shapes than the Spencerian um, script. In 1904, the Zaner Bloser company published the Zaner method of arm movement aimed at teaching handwriting in elementary school. Along with the Palmer method, it became quite popular in U.S. schools, 
the Palmer cursive writing remained the the standard for cursive writing in the 1950s, and Zainer Bloser is still found in many U.S. schools and favored in some homeschools. The company has been holding an annual national handwriting contest. What? They've been holding this contest for many years. I may have to look uh, more into that. Wow, I bet that's a pretty cool contest. Cursive in... um, Cursive is the term used in the United States for what some other countries call joined up or linked writing. And I didn't know that other countries called it something else other than cursive. The article mentions handwriting styles, several different styles, but I only recognize the Danilian handwriting style. Um, I believe it's a handwriting style that my children learned when they were in school. And from the information I I am finding from other sites, it appears that when I was a child, we were learning the Zayner Bloser style of handwriting. And from what I've seen when I've been looking at old census reports for uh, my family um, history information, my genealogy stuff that I'm doing, we'll talk about that later. Um, I think they, in that era, they were learning the um, Spencerian script. So it's interesting. And I see that um, the handwriting of a lot of older adults is a is the same handwriting, regardless of who they are. It's the same handwriting because I believe they were all learning the Spencerian script. And those of us in my era kind of were all over the place. Um, and those after, even more all over the place. But I like looking at people's handwriting personally. The article goes on to say how you write in cursive now is strongly influenced by the method of instruction, like I was just talking about, the method of instruction used when you were first learning to write, and by how much you continue to use cursive handwriting. And some people kind of mix cursive and and, um, printing all together. Today, teaching cursive in U.S. schools is on the decline in favor of print and keyboarding skills. Today's students know uh, QWERTY quite well, but many um, would not be able to find the Q if it were written in uh, most older cursive styles. And QWERTY is not an acronym. The name is simply the first six characters in the top far left row of letters on a keyboard. Um, A Milwaukee newspaper editor named Christopher Scholes invented the QWERTY layout. He sold the the design to Remington in 1874. Wow. The year the format debuted on typewriters. And we can talk more about keyboards and typewriters in another post. But if you look, those first six six letters in the top far left row of a keyboard is Q. W-E-R-T-Y. QWERTY. Interesting. I I don't recall learning about that when I was taking typing in high school. Maybe some of these younger people learned about that, or maybe that was some cute little thing their teachers was talking about, but um, or giving them some little factual information. But I don't recall learning that. And when I saw it, I was like, what is that? What acronym is that? But no, it's just those letters, Q-W-E-R-T-Y, far left upper row of your keyboard. Anyway, 
There are 21 states in the U.S. as of 2020, which still require cursive in public school curriculum. Alabama, Arizona, Arkansas, Delaware, Florida, Georgia, Illinois, Indiana, Kentucky, Louisiana, Maryland, Massachusetts, Mississippi, North Carolina, and South Carolina, Ohio, Oklahoma, Tennessee, Texas, Virginia, West Virginia. Wow. Uh, That's amazing. An article, according to an article published on the National Education Association website, advocates for cursive state there are studies that have shown that learning cursive not only improves retention and comprehension, but also engages the brain on a deep level as students learn to join letters in a continuous flow. It also enhances fine motor dexterity and gives children a better idea of how words work in combination. Advocates for keyboarding say the curriculum is already packed and learning cursive is less important in an increasing digital world. NEA Today asked their followers on Facebook what they think. And some people were for cursive, some were for keyboarding, and some for both. Um, One of the best comments came from Deanne Durbin. She said they need to learn how to print properly, then write in cursive, and they also need to learn how to properly type on a keyboard. She also said um, she teaches middle school and most kids don't know how to print properly. They don't know cursive at all, and they hunt and peck uh, to type on their computers. She said, we are not teaching basic skills anymore, and we need to. And I 100% agree with her on that. We should know, the children should know all of it, printing, cursive, and keyboarding, and computer skills. Um, the comment section from the article brought up some great points as well. A grandmother commented, commented about writing a special message in cursive in her granddaughter's card for her 13th birthday and the grandchild saying they can't read what was written because it's in cursive. She said kids need to learn cursive. Another comment said our children cannot read the Constitution of the United States of America and the Declaration of Independence. All are written in cursive. They would have to depend on the interpreters that translate the cursive of those documents to block text. One commenter said handwriting is the one thing he failed repeatedly in the early grades, but went on to have an extremely successful academic career and can't see where cursive helped him at all. He said learning instruments helped him. He finds the argument for cursive to be invalid. Old documents, he says, uh, many were printed and many were written in a cursive style no longer used and are illegible anyway. Family records and census reports are hard to decipher. He says they have printed on forms for years, and the cursive police have not come after him. They think it is outdated, but it might be worthwhile to learn to read it and to encourage artistic calligraphy later on for anyone who wants to try that. Um, cursive should be taught. Some of the ones say cursive should be taught in schools. Oh, I think it's the same person. Cursive should be taught in schools, but no one should get an F for handwriting. I believe exposure to it and knowledge of it and being able to read cursive is important. I'm sorry, that was from a different person. 
But the person who was saying that old documents are illegible, they're illegible because they're written in cursive. And if you don't know the basis of cursive, you won't be able to decipher the documents. I think many of us can decipher, or those of us who can decipher old documents, we do so and we can because we know the basis of cursive. Um, The new generation knows texting, they know emojis, they know acronyms, which is not how people speak in the professional world or in basic conversation. Um, And it absolutely gets on my nerve. It's great for personal texting and all of that, but the constant use of emojis and acronyms thoroughly explains the inability to spell correctly or properly, um, uh, properly form a sentence. And I see it with young generation of people that I know. Um, They're having a hard time spelling and they are having a hard time properly forming a sentence because they only know how to speak in text and only know how to use acronyms when speaking in text. Um, We've gotten away from saying um, thank you to T.Y., or we don't even say okay in a text anymore. It's just K. I, come on. You know, we need to get back to forming out. And I get it. It's texting. So you want to try to do as simple as possible. But honey, I need you to spell out the words for me. I'm sorry. I can't be trying to figure out what your acronyms mean and your emojis all over the place. Um. I think we need to be able to do a little bit of both so you can have cross-generational communication. And if you don't, then both generations are going to be lost and not be able to connect with each other. So know who you're talking to, learn how to talk to them. Um, Sorry if my text messages are a paragraph long for those of you young people, but that's how I talk too. So Sorry. The pros of teaching cursive to children um, stimulates the brain, engages more cognitive skills, may help children with dyslexia. The International Dyslexia Association says when writing cursive, the words jotted down become a unity rather than a series of separate strokes that and that may contribute to better spelling for people who are dyslexic. Um, It improves fine motor skills, fine motor skills, increase retention when taking notes. I know for me personally, I I write all of my notes in cursive. Increase writing speed, the writing flows as opposed to the start and stopping strokes of printing. Um, Being cursive literate and bridging generations being able to read historical documents and parent-grandparent letters written in cursive. Um, I know it's been easier for me to decipher the handwriting in old documents that I have run across when I'm looking at old census reports and marriage licenses and other documents. Like I said, I'm doing my my family genealogy, and a lot of those people never printed. Everything was in cursive. So imagine not being able to read cursive, I wouldn't be able to decipher those documents. Everything was in cursive. I don't see, I haven't run across anything that was was printed. Um, The cons of teaching cursive 
writing to children, from what I have gathered and put all together, is it wastes valuable learning time. Some teachers feel it takes time away from more relevant subjects. It can be time-consuming and frustrating for parents. Penmanship is not valued in education and society as it once was. Teaching keyboarding skills is seen as more important. Although, in my opinion, they are teaching the children how to use the laptops and computers, um, but not teaching them how to properly type. So they're pecking all over the place on this typewriter. They give it to them and say, here you go. But the children haven't learned how to properly type where the hand placement is and all of that kind of stuff on the computer. Um, And for those of you who have little ones who have a laptop, get them um, connected to a a typing program. There's a lot of them that are free out there and a lot of them that are um, game-centered, but is still teaching them how to do... um, how to type on the computer and know the placement of the letters. Um, Continued advancement of technology rendering cursive obsolete. Um, We have the use of e-signature now, so people don't even know what their own signature looks like. So that was the cons of teaching writing, cursive writing to children. And, well, the pros and cons, I read you all of it. But if you write a book, so you go on a book tour and I don't want your printed name. I want your cursive signature. For whatever reason you become famous, your fans want your autograph and you, are you going to, uh, are you going to print your own name? I could have printed your name and said it was your autograph. To me, your autograph is a cursive signature. And as a fan, that's what I want. Look at this. I got so-and-so's, you know, autograph. Um, Do you want Beyonce's autograph or do you want the way Beyonce prints her name? I'm just saying. Um, Documents um, want you, like I I mentioned earlier, documents want you to print and sign your name, not print and print your name. And when I was younger, it was a big deal to practice how you were going to sign your name, right? I don't know. I don't know why, but maybe some of us were practicing for when we get famous and do our little famous signature. Um, Or some of us girls used to practice writing our new last name for whatever boy we liked and we were going to be married to him. Or we just practiced writing our name, period, right? Because it was cool. Different ways you could write your name, print, you know, do your name in cursive, different ways you could write your name out. And it's just been a very, I love doing it now as an adult. Practice writing your name um, in cursive. And I love to see different people's signatures of how they how they sign their name. I love it. I get to see it on a regular in the type of business I'm in. And I love deciphering handwriting. I love looking at the cool ways some people do their signature. And some people it just looks like like a chicken scratch, but whatever. Um, we have found letters written by my mother to my brother when he was in the military during the Vietnam War and letters that she wrote to my father and old recipes and things like that. They were all written in cursive. So if I didn't know how to read cursive, I wouldn't know how to read those letters and those recipes she had. If my grandchildren 
don't know how to read cursive, they won't be able to read the thoughts that I have written in my journals over the years. And I plan to give those journals to their mom. And hopefully she'll share them, some of my thoughts. Um, And if I write a special message in their birthday card, nine times out of 10, it's going to be written in cursive because that's the go-to handwriting for me. And they won't be able to read that if they don't know how to read cursive. Um, Again, most of what I put in my journal is in cursive. And when I'm writing a message to people in a card, it's mostly in cursive. So I just hope cursive doesn't become an elective course that children take in school a different as a as part of a, a language option, you know, and I hope that that we don't get so far away from cursive that you need a special interpreter just to read cursive or it's like a language that's a coded language. Um I know it's something we joke about as an older generation with the new the new generation, and it's something we joke about on social media. Um, but I hope it remains just that. I hope it remains a joke and not something that is seriously going to be a problem, you know, that this young generation knows nothing about what cursive writing is. They don't know how to read it. They don't know how to write it. And I I think it's going to be sad if we get to that point that everything is only done by way of the computer or by way of our phone. Um, What happens when those things are not available? Hmm? I mean, I'm just saying. Let's keep cursive alive. Please. Bye. Thank you all for joining me. Please be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast and be sure to leave a rating or review.